Recollect is a Patreon-only podcast. If you would like to hear more episodes of Recollect, please subscribe to us at patreon.com slash recollect. Tiffany and Tom also host another podcast called It Bears Repeating for free wherever you normally find podcasts. Enjoy the episode, and if you do like it, please consider subscribing to our Patreon. Thank you. Welcome. See, I did it on the wrong podcast. Today, we are going back to February 18th, the day specifically, 2000, because the requests have been counted because we're doing a TRL countdown episode. Red Collect. My happy place. Shout out to Sarah, who created an angel fire. I don't know when it was created, but I found it. I came across, I was looking because I thought it'd be fun because not every song we're going to talk about today, like charted very well on Billboard. Oh, so I love it's that. an exciting way to talk about things that we would not get to talk about otherwise. So like things that may have, I don't think any of these have been honorable mentions, but like, okay, don't show up in the chart in the way we normally do. And we wouldn't go like, here's facts about this. Also, we're kind of talking about music videos more so than I love this. Unfortunately, Sarah only archived two years of TRL. Um, so there's only so many days that you can choose from. Wow. God bless Sarah for doing the Lord's work, though. Yes. So I was scrolling, scrolling, scrolling because it was day by day. And I was trying really hard. There was one song that kept appearing in the charts that were perfect. That I was like, that song can't be in here. <laughs> that song can't be in here. And I found one day in it, then that song's run where it just like didn't appear in the top 10. And I picked that day. We have some high highs and some very oh low lows. I'm but so that excited. low low was like too low for me to acknowledge. I, get it. I, I had to like move on. Was from it an it. Eminem song? No. Shock. Uh it was a corn song and the music video like really weirded me out. And I was like, I don't think we can talk about this. <laughs> there was like abuse. Like, no, no. no oh, no. Not. Okay. So my, our audio just cut out. I'm trying something new and I'm pretty sure that's the reason that the audio cut out, but we will see. I have everything else closed. We'll so see we will what see. happens. It's been heard. I've been told I'm trying my best to learn audio. I appreciate audio. it. I'm so sorry. No, it's okay. And I don't feel personally attacked by it, but it was like more than one comment in a very short period of time. And so I'm just, I'm trying to nip it in the bud. But when I, when I tell you that Tiffany, and I do this like as a hobby for the most part to make a little bit of extra side money. I don't know anything about audio engineering other than we hit record and things happen. Like the fact that we plug in the phone and we can use that to output. That's a music, pretty big deal. That was revolution. We, we were doing so many weird things to finagle the music in before this. So like that was a major win for us. <laughs> so I just, not that I'm complaining. I'm so thankful everyone listens and I'm not taking it like personally, but I just need everyone to know like, when I'm doing, we're this doing what we can. Yeah, I'm just doing my best. Let me about. Let me let me about. Let me tell you about what was happening around. February oh God, 18th, please tell 2000. me what was happening. Hillary Clinton announced her candidacy for the New York Senate race. Okay, sis. Cats closed after 18 years on Broadway. Wow. I I have seen the Cats VHS, like the old one. Like I the, have not. Bless. I'm, I'm okay. Your, your grandma didn't do that to you. Mine did. Well, maybe it was one of those like, well, he's gay, so he'll like this. And I was like, I don't like the jellicles. It's not my journey. The average cost of a new house was one hundred thirty-four thousand one hundred fifty doll hairs. Good wow. luck finding a house. Yeah, good luck. Good luck. The average cost of a gallon of gas was one dollar and twenty-six cents. As we now sit pretty at. Three dollars, three cents, five cents, etc. Cool, 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 cool. <laughs> you know, I, I'm bet with inflation, it's probably close to the same. Do you know what I mean? Like if yeah. we inflated it, it's been twenty years. Deviant Art, the website was launched. <laughs> wow. <laughs> the final Peanuts comic strip was published this month. 
in the number one movie at the box office was Toy Story 2. Oh my. Okay, sure. What were you doing February 2000? I was a 10, probably. You'd be older than that because I'm about to be 10. No, really? Yeah, I was 2000? born in 2000. If I was born in the year 90, 10 years is 2000. My birthday is very easy to track. So I was 12. Yeah, you were, you were either on your way to 12. You were yeah, 11. I was on my way yeah. to 12. So I was 11. That makes sense. So I was in the thick of sixth grade year. I was, I was very shy. Imagine that. I, know. I also was very shy at this time. But I remember I had a really good teacher that year. I don't know if I've ever shouted this out, but I was thinking about it after one of these episodes. So I got jumped coming out of the bathroom that year. It was on hat day. I remember this because they pulled my hat over my eyes and literally beat my ass. I like didn't do anything. It was just a pack of children roving the halls and literally they beat me up. In sixth grade. Yeah. And I think they were like younger than me. But there was four of them, five of them, and they just beat my ass, right? So I was like, how is your school divided up? Well, it was K through eight. Oh, okay. So I think that they were younger than me. Honestly, I'm not even sure. I was just curious because if I, when I was in sixth grade, I would have been the youngest in the school that I was in, you know? Right. So everybody K through eight was in the same building. It was like a pretty big fucking school. So I got jumped. And I remember I just went back to class and I just sat there because I was like, what do I do? I don't know what to do. And I think it's also very common that if you've suffered a specific kind of abuse, you don't tell because you don't want to get in trouble or cause a problem. So I was just sitting there and I was like, but I think that was really bad. I'm pretty sure I should tell somebody. So I'll never forget this girl sat in front of me and she did not like me. She gave me a hard time all the time. Her name was Destiny, if I remember correctly. And I don't know how, but she was like, what's wrong with you? And I was like, I just got jumped. And she literally turned all the way around and was like, you need to go tell the teacher now. And I was like, I don't think it's a big deal. And she was like, it's a big deal. Go tell. So I did. And Miss Dana, Miss Dana was so cool. She was like, a cool teacher she wasn't she had to she be was a like, real one she had to be yeah. like in her mid to late 20s like you know what i mean so she was younger she was hip with it right the kind of teacher you want yeah yes so she took me by the hand and we walked up and down that school looking for these kids she was so upset like had tears in her eyes marched up and down this like three-story school looking for these kids and then we found them like it turns out they were in ice which is like in school suspension Mm. and they were supposed to be in a certain area but they had like slipped away and like she went the fuck off miss dana was like not fucking around it was so great like i mean obviously it was terrible but like it was a great resolution to the situation because she just I just feel like it's so rare for things like that to get solved in a Pittsburgh public school no less she rained hell fire down on these asses she was so fucking mad I don't think I would I don't I think if anything bad happened to me in school I don't think I would have had a teacher that was on my side Miss Tana was a real one yeah like she just didn't fuck around but she didn't make you feel stupid like when you fuck stuff up like I can't even describe it. I She was just so great. One of my biggest, here's like some actual reality is that I really was in the shadow of art because art like really was like an that. academic. Oh God. And I came in and I was like, I'm not stupid, but I also did not, not like take that. things as seriously as my brother. Well, right. Because I don't care. My brother was just doing what, this is not to dig on my brother. But what was expected of him? Yeah. My mom is a, also a very smart woman. She did not apply herself as hard as she could, but she has clearly made it work. We all know Judy is very successful. We talked about it many times on this podcast. Judy is a success story. Yeah. But like, 
Art was clearly like had first child syndrome, like all this it. pressure was put on him. And so like he like really succeeded, went to a really good college, et cetera, et cetera. And I was like, I mean, I'm doing it. <laughs> so like don't like, come for me. Yeah, I was like, I did I got good grades. Like it was fine. But like I ended up having like all the same teachers that he had growing up. Oh no. And they would call me art, just I was just like, dude that was like literally four years ago he's like not even in the school anymore it'd be one thing if they had just had him like he held everyone held him in such high esteem so by the time i rolled in gross it was but also it was a real good time fucking with people just being like oh you're not like your brother i was like no i'm truly 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 not truly not i'm not a troublemaker but i'm definitely not my brother and you need to get that done immediately yeah like you need to be aware now yeah because I'm here to, I'm here because I have to be, and I'm here to fuck around. Like, I'm not really here Period. to, like, yeah. I mean, Miss Dana literally meant so much to me that there are things that I remember her telling me now, like, years and years mm-hmm. later. Like, she told me, I remember at the time, because I switched schools at this point, so I went to elementary school at Minadeo, so I was there K through five. Mm-hmm. And then when we moved on top of that, I was closer to Greenfield they already didn't offer a middle school. So I went to Greenfield six through eighth. And I think that's also why I was pretty shy. And she was, she was like very encouraging to me. And I remember she also, which is very ironic now, but she complimented how I read aloud because she was like, you have such a dynamic way of speaking. You have such a nice voice. Like she was just very like even just little stuff like she was so encouraging. Sam and I were in the same class. And Sam was a wild one from the jump. Like she was always not trying to do her homework and like stuff like that. Sam, even to this day, will be like, Miss Stana motivated me to do my homework. I mean, props to that teacher, to that woman. Truly. Doing, like, truly doing like the thing. Like if anyone's doing the thing, that sounds like you're doing you're doing the thing and you were clearly passionate about it and made it work. Love her. Who would I saw? I, well, I don't know. So I would have been in third grade. I think I was in this Rigsby's class. She looked like a bird. <laughs> That's like what I remember her about her. She just had a very prominent nose, which is like, I'm also doing this based on like my third grade remembering of her. So right. of course I was like, she looks like a bird. And she was one of the, I just clearly remember she's one of those people when she talked like her saliva would move between her lips oh I hate that <laughs> <laughs> I just had a visceral reaction to that <laughs> I'm pretty sure she was one of those teachers who called me art art was also in the like what was the special like the gifted gifted was yeah. he gifted they, we had a yes but there was a word for it in our school like they we had, had a, it we had a word in I don't remember school. What you know was. that they told my dad I could be in gifted but uh, they had to do X, Y, and Z to, to get me into it. And my dad said, we're not doing that. So here's a, here's, I'm going to just throw this out there. There's a YouTuber. Her name is Tiffany Ferk. And she, her whole podcast is called Previously Gifted. And it's essentially about how that program like fucked her up. And it fucks up a lot of well, people you whenever go. you get put into it. So it's like not even a good thing for it people. It wouldn't even yeah. have helped, I guess. Which is good to know. Yeah. How comforting. Yeah. But at the time. I mean love my brother but look at art (laughs) i love art dearly we actually got to see art recently and it was a joy it was it was great okay so let's get into this week so there's not gonna be honorable mentions this week oh my god what (laughs) god bless art (laughs) so no honorable mentions because i had nothing to send to tiffany to choose from but before we get started i want you to know that uh, the band Together, number two, Gather, was in the studio you this day. And TRL, TRL premiered Whitney Houston's I Learned from the Best video oh on this God. day. Are you ready for number 10 of the TRL countdown for really February am. 18th, 2000? I truly am. We're going to go on a journey. I wonder if we would have went ice skating in this month. You know, the ice skating trip. Did you do that? We would do an ice skating trip. And then there would always be contention like, are you going to skate with someone? I'm going to skate and hold your hand. Okay. I think we were 
my school's where I grew up was very close to the isoplex, which is where the penguins practice. I know about the isoplex. So on Friday nights, a lot of people would go ice skating, but it wasn't like a trip we did within the school. It was like you could go ice skating on Friday nights or you could go to the roll R skate oh, fuck and yeah. roller skate. Fuck yeah. <laughs> I didn't really like doing either of those things. Oh, I did them. I remember. I think I liked the roll R skate more than I liked ice skating. And I distinctly, this is like so funny. I distinctly have this vision of me like on the ice at the isoplex, just being like, like young and stupid, but like very young. You have to like think like I'm thinking five or six. And I just was like scrolling around. I just remember thinking wet ice. Who would have thought? <laughs> Never heard of that. <laughs> wet ice. I As love, if I was like Seinfeld or something like wet ice. Never heard of wet ice. I love that little kid logic. It's the best. Okay, here's number 10. What a treat. You make me come. Make me come? You make me complete. Girl, you did that on purpose. You make me completely miserable. Stuck to a chair. Oh, I don't know her. I have a lot to tell you about this song. Because I also watched the music videos because I was like doing the TRL countdown. <gasps> I can't wait to pull the music videos for this tonight. What is this? Is this like fuel I, or something? This is the song Miserable by Lit. Oh. And this was the song that it was only on this day, this week. And it was the song that had taken out this corn song that I didn't want. So I was like, this is fine. But honestly, I saw the music video and I was like, I kind of remember this. So I'm going to pause this now. I don't even know if we got through the chorus. It's fine. So this is the third single from Lit's second album, A Place in the Sun. Uh, Jay Popoff, Lit's vocalist, said of the song. Who? What? Jay Popoff. Oh, Litz. oh, is that a fact? Jay Popoff. P-O-P-O-F-F. Okay. okay, I swear sure. to God, absolutely. I wasn't even high when I was doing it I this time. I believe you, because there has been so much <laughs> no taking on my back. I can't do it when I'm high because nothing makes sense. <laughs> I mean, it does take you to a place. You're like, it does take you somewhere, but not anywhere I need to be. Also, the year I did the highest I've been was a year I was very familiar with. It was the year we did like Adele. Like I took notes when I was like, I remember I was there this year. Like I got. This. I don't like, need I, to. Yeah. I don't need it. <laughs> <laughs> so he said of the song miserable is basically about feeling like you need something really bad and when you have it it makes you feel like shit some people feel it's about a person but it's not necessarily it could be about addiction <laughs> it, could it could be, be. <laughs> could be what a fucking insufferable tool so could be Oh my god. That was weird. <laughs> the music video features the band performing the song on a super large Pamela Anderson who oh, moves around during the whole thing. She okay. adorns a white bikini and platform shoes. Of course. The band like appears on different parts of her body, like her butt, her legs, her, the top of her heel cuz she's like laying down and has her like heels kicked up. But by the she ends up eating the band members one by one and by the end of the song she's eaten all of the band members. There's a porno in there. And somewhere. I just wrote Eat men. Eat men. The end. <laughs> Period. Pamela Anderson said men are better dead. She just ate these little guys. She <laughs> put them right in her mouth. And I was like, I would love to snack on some men. Get rid of some. <laughs> Super size me so I could snatch these fools up. Uh, I have no personal relationship to this song, so I'm going to stop it. Same. Um, okay. She's a stop. That's okay. We're going to move on to number nine. And number nine was the song that I saw and I was like, we're never going to get to talk about this song otherwise, but it's very important for us to talk about this song because queen, legend, icon. Ooh! Okay. Oh no, it's doing the thing. That's okay. I'm just... The fizzly thing. I'm Is this gonna... Mandy Moore? Is it Candy? <laughs> I could just tell. <laughs> this music video? Ooh. Those army green pants with the red tank top, honey? How I should have known I was queer. Full of noise. Give it to me. Ooh, ah. 
What an icon. I'm so addicted to the love that you're giving to me. Riot said, please stop. <laughs> Riot was like, I'm just going to let you do this. So this was number nine. It was obviously Candy by Mandy Moore, as you pointed out. This is the debut single off her debut studio album, So Real. God bless. Written by Denise Rich, Dave Katz, and Danny Kleiman. Produced by Jive Jones, Tony Battaglia, and Sean Fisher. The music video was directed by Chris Robinson and had a cameo by the girl group PYT. Could have fooled me. I don't even know who that that is. Didn't know that. Uh, She performed the song on TRL, Top of the Pops, in the Rosie O'Donnell Show. Oh, the Rosie O'Donnell Show! (laughs) And guest hosted on all that. (laughs) I was pulling Uh, some... There was a lot of, like... Mandy Moore was, like, I'm very 2000s. I love this. And... The music video features a Volkswagen bug without the logos because it wasn't sponsored. Not Spawn. Not Spawn. But this was the beginning of Mandy Moore's long, illustrious career because this woman is still around to this day. She has made it work. Getting the coin. As you educated me, came out with music not that long ago. Came out with music last year and I listened to it while I was writing all these notes down. There was, I wrote down this, this was a quote that was put on Wikipedia and I'm just going to say it because it like made me laugh out loud because it's just ridiculous. So William Rollman of All Music said, she's just 15 years old. But there was no more of the quote. So I have no idea what that was. Like, is she too young? But is she 15? Touch that. Uh, Perfect. Just never know until you know, you know, Uh, she is just 15. At least in 2000. She's just 15. She's just 15. She's only 15. That's the only comment. She is just 15. This is obviously a bop. Of course, this is a bop. 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 Absolutely a bop. Are you ready for number eight? Oh, I'm ready. When I tell you, I was very satisfied with myself with this list and like the (laughs) artists I managed to get into this one top 10. Okay. This is number eight. Yes. Ex-girlfriend, no doubt. Yeah, like one of my favorite, no doubt eras. She has pink fucking hair. Mm-hmm. This video is dope. And up your ex-girlfriend. So what made me mad is in this uh, Gwen Stefani relaunch of her. Of her solo career in that video she did recently where it's like all the eras of Gwen. Mm-hmm. This was omitted. She comes in at the very end. Mm. And you only see her from behind. Well. We did our best. <laughs> oh, we were- I like whatever she's like, another ex-girlfriend yes. on your list. That's this, I think. So good. As you said, ex-girlfriend by no doubt. This is the lead single off their fourth studio album, Return of Saturn. Stefani wrote the song as a dirge about her relationship with Gavin Rossdale. 
The line, you may say you're going to burn before you mellow, is a reference to the Bush song, which Gavin Rossdale is in Bush. I didn't know all of this, so this is all you news to me. You didn't know Gavin Rossdale's in Bush? He's a man, so I don't care about him. Glycerine. You never heard that no, song before? I don't want to don't know. Don't let the But it, it's a reference to the song. I'm doing, I'm doing you in tomorrow. I'll burn before I mellow. Anyway. So originally this song was written as a ballad, but the tempo was increased because the album already had too many ballads on it. Mm. But I can't imagine this being slower. This song did not chart on chart. This tongue did not chart on the Hot 100. The song's a bop. And the this video, the video is based on the controversial anime. I don't know how it's controversial because I don't know anything about it. I didn't click on the. I didn't click on that wiki link. Uh, Kite, the anime Kite. Oh, okay. I don't know, but it is very like visually appealing uh, her blush in that video i was just gonna say i have a note gwen's makeup <laughs> is phenomenal in it's this music so video like phenomenal now not just like oh that was a cool look but like people would wear that now mm -hmm. what she has on in this music video because she's like contoured with like it's like oh. contoured to ellen back and it cuts out of her eye oh it's just like it's so good gwen cross dresses to enter a men's bathroom and assaults her ex-boyfriend and then they fall out of the window. Yes. For whatever reason, the ex-boyfriend has security. And I didn't really catch I'm like... I'm about to give you away. So good. Okay. Bops all around. Bops all around. Bops all around. Okay. I have to apologize <laughs> that we're going to bring the mood down here a little well, bit. Well, that's okay. But like I said, high highs. Oh my god, I can't believe this song was remastered. Oh my god, this song has been released so many times. Okay, here we go. This is how to... No. We've already done that song. Yeah, I know. And we think we're a little late for that song. I would agree. The odd amount of auto-tune. Is this fucking Kid Rock? So much auto-tune. I don't remember this song. I vaguely do. It feels bad. It feels bad. Uh, this was the first known recorded ballad by Kid Rock, according to Wikipedia. Great. Peaked at number 19 on the Hot 100. Number one. The what is this called? Only God Knows Why by Kid Rock. This was very deep in the recesses of my mind. This was also covered by a country artist in the same year. Of course it was. The auto -tune. Someone who no, sings. Any, someone, no one said anything about this auto-tune. Because it is like 2009 auto-tune being used on this. Okay, I'm going to stop this because it actually bothers me. Because also like... Fuck Kid Rock. Fuck Kid Rock. Uh, the first four lines of the song were written while he was in jail after a bar fight signing after that was right after he signed to Atlantic Records in 1997. So like this all happened like boom bam bop. He got signed, then he was in jail. What a fucking idiot. Uh, and I don't know. I'm assuming he started writing the song because he had some time on his hands because he was in jail. Four lines is not that many lines. No, it's really not. <laughs> I would have expected kind of like a real rough outline of like where the song was yeah, going to go. Not, yeah. not four lines, four but lines. you know, okay, I'm stopping this. I don't want to talk stop. about it. I stop. No, no, we don't engage in kid rock culture. Though picture with Cheryl Crow is. Okay. Cheryl Crow's the exception. Well, that's what I mean. Yeah. Are you ready? I'm ready. So this is seven. This is six. Six. Oh shit. Okay. We're, well, well, it's gonna zoom fast. We don't have any honorable mentions. It is what it is. Yeah. This song sent me. So I hope it sends you as much as it sent me because Riot is being so needy. Excuse me. So if you hear us make noises, can you hear that? Because that was Riot saying hello. Riot. Get, Get down, down, please. You shouldn't have spoke to her. 
Oh, no. <laughs> okay. Here we go. Is this a Jessica Simpson song? It is. This is Where You Are? Yes. The, I'm du- sorry, I'm the duet with Nick Lachey. It sure is. The music video for this has to be hilarious. I think it's in. Co- Isn't he a ghost? No, no. Okay. It was like it was for a movie. The music video uh, was like had scenes from a movie in them, and they, they took place in a diner. And she was like sitting in the diner booth alone. And then the, like the scene in the movie was happening in front of her. She just like was watching it play out. First of all. I did not really participate in Jessica Simpson culture, but this bitch can motherfucking sing. Oh, yeah. Because her vibrato in this chorus is like something to be heard. Here we go. That vibrato in the like is like it hit me hard. I was like, "This is a motherfucking power bells." Because you really do. <laughs> Jessica Simpson is so talented. I like wanted to replay this immediately after I like was listening to it. Okay, we're gonna stop before the. Um, she is that bitch. I have nothing but respect for the woman. Truly, but I just like I don't. I I'm sure I said some terrible. I had some terrible thoughts about this woman at the time, and I feel bad about it now. I repent. It was culture to fuck around with Jessica Simpson, which is such a shame. Luckily, I was 10 and I didn't have access to the Internet yeah. to be like on my Facebook status, you know, right. like popping off about it. Right. It's so good. That really I was like, I forgot about like pop power ballads. Oh, because yeah. we talk about it. And it was just, you know, I think of like Celine Dion. But I was like, here Jessica Simpson was just really giving it to us. Definitely. So this is a single off her debut album, Sweet Kisses, written by Louis Bianchinello, Sam Waters, A. Stemma DiPolo, and Nick, and Nick Lachey, and produced by two of the writers. The song peaked at 62 on the Hot 100, making it her third Hot 100 entry, the first single that Jessica and Nick had worked on together. They do a Christmas song together, and there's like one other song that they've done together after the song but the song got pushed after pushed heavily after the her first single doing really well i want to love you forever which we have talked about in the past yeah what episode was that on i don't know but it was an honorable mention wasn't it no no, it it was was in the top 10 yeah because you played it and you're like you don't know this and i was like no that song's vocally impressive too this one did it for me a little bit more it that's fair also okay I know the man is horrible, but like in his primo, Nick Lachey was, it had nothing to do with his voice. He was just hot. He had like a oh. big, big pouty <laughs> bottom lip and he came in and I was like, I'm not mad at this. I'm mad at it now, but like just to visually look at, I was like, he's handsome. And I was like, what does he look like now? And then I didn't go down that rabbit hole because I like didn't need to take that journey. Um, but I'm going to bop this. I would soft bop. I had a really good time. I'd listen to at least the chorus. You know and what I'm before saying? Before Nick comes in. Yeah, fully. then I turn it off. Uh, Tiffany. It's a bop. A soft bop, if you will. Why can't I not type? <laughs> I learned a lot about this next song, number five. I learned a lot. I did not know there was so much history to this song, but there really is. But we'll get into it. But you're gonna know this one from get from jump. You think? One hundred percent. I mean, <laughs> listen. Yeah. I wanna thank you for giving me time to breathe like a rocket waking so much this is like not my favorite if we're gonna talk about come on over Ooh. versus we made it very angry 
I feel uh, like I want to Versus get what a girl wants. Come on over, wins every time. What a girl needs. Ooh, the song. Ma'am? I'm like 70% sure that's what's messing it up. Is what I want. Okay. So this is What a Girl Wants by Christina Aguilera from her self-titled debut album. I know like it is what it is, but now people like wait to the album that like they think is going to define their career to put their slap their name mm-hmm. on it. Uh, I think it was like used very willy nilly at the oh, time. Oh, definitely. And this was originally recorded by Ophelia Winter which was a French name. There's like an accent in it. And in 1998, one year prior for her album Privacy, Winter, although helped write the song, was never credited as a songwriter for the Christina Aguilera single. That's a shame. It was written by Shelley Pikin and Guy Roche, who like wrote it for Ophili. Um... Also, the album version and the single version do not sound the same. It was yeah, re-recorded for a that. single. I did not know that. But I also am not super well-versed in Christina Aguilera. That's just facts. Uh, this is her second consecutive Hot 100 number one single. The music video was directed by Diane Martel, who also directed Genie in a Bottle. But this one was obviously recorded very differently. They wanted more light because Genie in a Bottle is literally at nighttime. Yeah. And it looks like they're using like an iPhone, Mm -hmm. (laughs) an iPhone flashlight to light the whole thing. And this was actually the first track she recorded for her album. So, and Shelly Peekin, who was one of the songwriters, released her own version of the song in 2020. Yikes. (laughs) That's the only way you can describe it. She did a music video. I'll send it to you. Uh, well, it's bad. Oh, it's no, really bad. Girl, no. Here's the thing I didn't know. And maybe you listeners know, but this was, I was young when this was all, this culture was happening. I did not realize that Reflection was recorded when she was unsigned and came out before her album. Mm-hmm. It did not know. I did not know that was the reason that she got a record deal. Because in my head it was flip-flopped and like they were bringing Christine Aguilar on as like a name. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But I did not know. So there you go. She was a literal child. They all are. It's crazy. Um, What are you doing with this song? I'm a soft bop it. I love Christina Aguilera. Nothing but respect. I just don't know that this is like my fave. It's a very nostalgic fave. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I'm going to let it play a little bit, but I don't know that I'm listening to the whole song. I'm not turning it off. I'm also not seeking it out. There's mm-hmm. only one Christina Aguilera song that I will. What's that? Uh, Your Body. It's a good one. First of all, it's a very, the speak of things that were recorded quietly. <laughs> I, the music video actually really does that for me. It's like neon colors. She's murdering men. What more can I ask for? Uh, I don't remember. It's worth a watch. It's like very, aesthetic <laughs> i don't know how else to describe it uh are you ready for number four mm-hmm. my girl i got all four of the 2000s the divas, pop divas, the divas into divas. one countdown this is when britney had a short brown bob as i'm sure you saw mm-hmm. bucket hat mm-hmm. sweaters See, now, she released Born to Make You Happy in the UK as a single, and that's what we should have got. It's like my favorite song. Me too. I fucking, that song is so fucking good. The song is debatably not good. Well, I forgot about it. I saw it in this countdown, and I was like, I remember that It was like like the last single or something? It was the last single. Here she goes. And 
love that. <laughs> Bottom of my broken heart There's just nothing up to I like it Wow, they really made a mistake not releasing Born to Make You Happy as Didn't a single. Didn't they? There's a music video for it. I'll have to speak it out. Yes. Me and Carrie Hallahan were obsessed Shouts with Born to, to Make You Happy. Shouts out to a queen with taste. Wow. One of my favorite moments with you is that when you met Carrie and you were like, wow, so beautiful. And I was like, right? Literally. Me and her became friends this year, actually. Oh. And I thought she was going to be very mean. I mean, I can second that. It does. She does appear as someone who would be mean. She's very beautiful. <laughs> She's so like, the assumption <laughs> is like, you're going to be very mean. But she wasn't. She is not. She was a goddess. To this day, to this day, is not me. She wore this coat. It was like an Adidas blue jacket zip up, made out of like that crunchy material, oh, like windbreaker material. Yes, <laughs> it was just like the vibe, and I was always like, "Oh my god, it's so cool!" But then we became friends, and it was the greatest. This is, as you said, from the bottom of our broken heart by Britney Spears, and the fifth and final single off of "Baby One More Time." What a choice to end. What a choice, <laughs> just generally speaking. Yeah, I, I urge you, if you are not familiar with Born to Make You Happy, go seek it out. Born I, to Make You Happy? I'll end up forever, you and me. That's the way our life should be. I don't know how to live without your love. I was born to make you happy. And then the key changes, and then the background yes! singers, like everything about it is I'll just do like. do anything. I give you my world. Oh. It really. It's like it goes iconic. Up. It is so good. And then good. the moment when, like, the, the. Just to show you how much I care. Oh my God. <laughs> Bitch. I'm listening to that as soon as I get in the car. Written and produced by Eric Foster. This song, not from the. Not, not, not the born song. to make you happy. This peaked at number 14 on the Billboard Hot 100. The video was directed by Gregory Dark, and that sparked controversy as he was an adult film director. And the, oh. and the public gave Miss Britney Spears the flack as if she was the one who personally hired of course this they fucking did. man to produce this video. It was I like the the whole paragraph about this. I was just like appalled. I was like, no wonder. Like all this stuff keeps happening. Get off her neck. They literally would not let Britney mm. live. And I did read that she had performed from the bottom of my broken heart at the Grammys the, the, this year. Mm -hmm. And so then I had to go seek that out and there were choices being made. Is that when her hair is curly? Is yes. it the big poofy skirt? Let me tell you. Okay. Because I, I, I watched it and then I rewatched it because I was like, what the fuck? So it starts and um, uh, there's like people like that are flower petals that are around her and they I lift know, up the I've flower petals and then they're like spinning around and then they go over top of her the, the from the the but then it transitions into um baby one more time as it should well there's some weird like janet jackson dance break that happens before britney arrives on stage to perform baby one more time and it's people and i thought it was like 50 people no it was just five people that were attached to rows of mannequins and so when they would move the mannequins would move and it was so weird. And then she comes out and like does her thing. And I was like, I've lost the concept of this. Because we went from, from the bottom of my heart was just like pretty colors to this. And this didn't even, it didn't even feel like it was baby one more time inspired. It was like aliens and then her, but it wasn't oops. It would have made so much more sense if, if it was it were oops. oops. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, I would seek that wow. out. Someone, I'm going to. Someone <laughs> clearly recorded that on VHS and then figured out how to upload it to YouTube. God bless. Uh, ooh. Uh, okay, sorry. I just got like a notification that something shipped. I, the amount of Sephora boxes that have been coming to my house is actually criminal. I should I be arrested. I did something very bad today. <gasps> I want to hear all about it. This also reminds me. <gasps> Yay! Ooh, I'm so excited. I'm ooh. so happy. Okay. Anyway. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. What are you doing with this song? I'm going to let it live. I'm soft bopping it, but I, I'm not seeking this out. 
I'm gonna soft bop it. I was gonna fully stomp it. To be honest, I I just feel like we can't stop Britney. That's just not our. That's not our. MO. It's not. And it did take me somewhere. It got me to that Grammys performance, which I'm actually very thankful I saw because I was like, this is happening. I mean, it's a vibe. It's just like also not born to make you happy and knowing that we could have had born to make you happy and they didn't let us have it. And she looks so fierce in the music video. Like, give me a break. You ready for number three? Oh, I'm ready. (sighs) We weren't going to make it out of this alive. Can I just tell you I was obsessed with this? Is this guilty conscience? I'm gonna let it play out for you. Cause you don't that's not correct. Y'all know me, still same old G, but I've been okay. Hated on by my I know the chorus with no cheese, no deals and no This is Forgot About Dre. No keys, no post, no snow by Dr. Dre Eminem. Now to provide my family with groceries. Forgive my ignorance because I did not find rap until much later in my life as a thing that I felt like I could consume responsibly <laughs> and that, that I could find that was rap there was rap for me <laughs> now Dr. Dre made a very big deal about retiring correct that was like a big deal I don't know that I could see <laughs> this song was bad I like didn't like this at all also Eminem features in it which is yeah. also Let's just listen to Eminem rap. He has a very femme rapping voice. Fuck you. Yeah, I remember all this. This, this album artwork is garbage. I told, I told you. Sometimes I forget how dark your childhood was, and sometimes like. Will you save somebody you hate? Yeah. Okay, yeah, I. Mm, this album artwork is. It's garbage. It's really it's garbage. garbage. Also, the parental advisory, they made it bigger to take up space. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> normally, like. Can I see like, it again? Can I see it again? Yeah. <laughs> There's like weed. There's like a weed leaf, a marijuana leaf. A marijuana leaf. And it's green and it just it has 2001, which is the name of the album. That's it. This song peaked at number five on the Billboard Hot 100. It is the second single off the album 2001. That tripped me up and I was like, I thought we were in the year 2000. And I had to like double check myself a couple times. This song won best rap performance by a duo or group at the Grammys. Yikes. And samples a no doubt song, The Climb, which I did not know. That makes sense. This is a response to diss tracks made by death row artists on the Suge Knight represents (laughs) chronic 2000 album i don't know i guess the suge knight sure s-u-g-e yeah yes suge you wouldn't know that okay i was like that's like the man likely responsible for killing tupac i did come up with a thought while i was writing all of these notes down rappers were drama channels before we had youtube drama channels they were it's true. They were coming for each other. They still be coming for each other's necks. I'm like, have you seen YouTube? We don't need to be doing all of this. They'll do it for you. Now write some goddamn music that's good because I'm tired of your business being my business. Like, I don't care. I'm not going to hate that person because you hate that person. Oh, it ran so deep, though. But there was like a lot of reasons why East Coast hated West Coast. I was actually just listening to something about that. It's very interesting. See, that's all stuff that's really above my head. I'm sure it's very interesting. But I also was learning about the downfall of Kmart today. So like that's where I... Have you ever visited Company Man? Because he'll talk about the rise of a certain company and then the fall. Oh, yeah. The person that I've been watching has been doing... Yeah. Joshua loves Company Man. I don't know what it is. He'll be like, why is Costco so successful? And then we'll tell you all about it. (laughs) Anyway, sorry. That's like a whole beat. That's a conversation we need to have off mic because I was about to like get into it. I was like, you know what? Not the time. Now, this next song, I don't know if we've talked about or not. We may have. It may have been an honorable mention or it may have been in a countdown. So, but we've, and we've definitely talked around this song. So I'm just going to play it. This is number two. Show me the meaning of being lonely. I don't know if we talked about it directly. Well, we are today. I think it got brought up during the boy band land episodes. 
for a broken heart. It's hard to see in a crimson love, so hard to bury. Do you want to talk about emo? This music video. Truly. Oh my God, this music video. Is this your man? Of course it is. Your every wish will be done. Show me the meaning of being lonely. Have I ever told you? I think I had. I have. Choir in ninth grade, we sang this. Spring, spring semester. Well, it's very sad. My choir teacher's husband had passed. Oh. And so, like, you always do Christmas music the first half of the year. Because, yeah. like, the holiday concert. We have to pause for the cause. Oh, that was Kevin's part. Oh, I thought you said to pause. No, 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 no. to let him have his moment. I was obsessed with him singing because I was just like, wow, the range. Also, whenever the person who doesn't sing starts singing, you're like, you should mm-hmm. sing. It was so cool. It's like along the same. Oh, sorry. Finish your story and I'll tell you something along the same vein. So we sang. This is one of the songs. OK, so like spring semester, we sang all songs dealing with like death in some way or just like sad songs so we the fact that this music teacher projected this all onto you children is upsetting dark yeah. so but what was funny is we would sing all the ad libs okay <laughs> <laughs> so there was always somebody who was like y'all every wish will be done they tell me <laughs> like <laughs> And she was always like, stop it! That's not how it's written! But then we would do it anyway. Because, I mean, you had to. Right. Also, you're telling children not to sing, like, the pop song. Bye! Like, of the day. You're letting us do this. So, of course, <laughs> you made singing. us do this. Yes. We didn't ask for we this. We did not ask for this. Some Somebody in your life died, and you said, let's do a drama song. This is not Christmas music. No. She did at least wait till spring semester. We also sang, I'll never forget, there's a song, the chorus was, soon I will be done with the troubles of the world. The troubles of the world. The troubles of the world. Soon I will be done with the troubles oh, of the world. That makes me Can sad. I don't like that. to live with God. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. I'm changing the subject, but talking about... <laughs> you should not be laughing that hard. That's dark. That is pure darkness. <laughs> what you just said to me was maybe the darkest thing you've ever said to me. You like the... And we've talked about some shit on and off mic. I did not like that. That actually is very upsetting. And it's no wonder. I am the way that I am. No wonder. It is no wonder. I have zero questions now. Like that answered all of them. That was insane what you just said to me. This, wait, 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 wait. So then. No. It would there transition to like the. I don't know if this was like the pre the pre-verse or what but the the men's voices would come in it would be like the basses mm-hmm. and the baritones they'd be like i want and then we would come in i want to meet my maker <laughs> i want i want to meet my maker i don't know that i can finish this podcast <laughs> Why could you have been in like flute choir like me? We just played things like three little mates from school are we? But I didn't know there were actually words for that song. My first solo ever in high school was singing Stormy Weather by Billie Holiday. <laughs> That's funny. Like that whole sentence, like there's not even a punchline needed. You just said that to me. <laughs> I remember, I distinctly remember, I know we talked about it on the podcast, but I found, (sighs) I don't remember how I found it, how it came across my way, but I was on the internet 
some kind of social media and it was a bunch of like white kids trying to scat that were definitely in chorus and like their teacher made it and I sent it to Tiffany and she was like oh no mm, I can't enjoy that with you like you like felt some very kind of way I showed it to you and you were like this is not funny I am deeply upset and I was like okay I've fully triggered something and now I know why <laughs> <laughs> my first solo is a Billie Holiday song it was and then they kept trying to get me to sing at last and I was like I'm really not the one like I I mean no I could one, do no. it but no one's supposed to do that I also sang soprano at the time that's not a soprano moment but oh, arguably no one in high school should have the passion to sing that song in any kind of capacity no but they would try to foist it upon me and i was like i'm not doing this this doesn't sound very good meanwhile you're in your car going like Unbreak my heart. yes <laughs> <laughs> that's why they tried to recruit me for this shit they were like no drama you come here immediately wow I don't even know how to bounce back from what we just diverged to. <laughs> I can't believe that's what sets you over the edge. Yeah. <laughs> it was. It I don't was, know if like me starting with getting jumped in the bathroom maybe led <laughs> I am actually like deeply upset that this woman teacher, this yes. music teacher, Miss Slaughter, Miss Slaughter. We, we, I, Tiffany, you know I have to go back and bleep that out because. <laughs> What she did was absolutely fucked well, wait, up. I have to tell you her whole name because you're not going to believe me. Don't say it. I'm going to tell say me it. after the podcast because like, you cannot say this woman's full name after you just did that to her and like let me know. That's what she did to me. I know she did that to you, but like I am. Does this person still work for the Pittsburgh Public? No, School? she retired. Okay, like a the, long time ago. I'm going to text it to you. Okay. I will react in real time appropriately. Sorry, I can't see it. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> Anyway, what I was going to say before we took that term oh, God. was like you were saying it's so nice to hear Kevin because he's like never the one who sings. It is. I distinctly remember like when I was watching Glee the first season, the first time they let Santana sing, I was like, oh, they should have been let, <laughs> they should let this bitch sing from the start. She's like the only one who I want to listen to. Today. Truly. She was so good. Okay. This is, <laughs> show me the meaning of being lonely. <laughs> it's from the third album of the Backstreet Boys Millennium. Mm. Written by Max Martin and Herbie Critchlow and produced by Martin and Christian London. I feel like I know the name Christian London. I feel like he works on a lot of pop music at the time. I would say so. This was one of three songs that were previewed at the end of Britney Spears' debut album, Baby One More Time. I didn't know that. I didn't either. And I have a copy of Baby One More Time. I was like, I wonder if I have a copy that's old enough. Right. Yeah, that that would exist on it. This song peaked at number six on the Hot 100 and nominated for a Best Pop Performance by a Duo Group with Vocals. Wow. The music video follows each member <laughs> of the band separately. Through something very sad. Traumatic. And they all have something to do with their real lives. Mm-hmm. The, the trauma that they are... <laughs> what was Howie's trauma? I didn't write all of them down because I was like, we're not going to go that deep. And you clearly made it so I didn't have to because we got into your trauma. <laughs> Your trauma. That's like the least of my trauma. <laughs> it felt dark to me. <laughs> I didn't like it. I can't wait to tell Amanda about this. She'll be fucking deceased. Uh, that's it. The, the video incorporates sad things that happen to the real lives of these teenagers. And it has like the craziest like the craziest filter on it yeah it's like a blue <laughs> it's, like it's a, a blue, blue fil- overlay. i don't even it's- know it looks so bad <laughs> but i will tell you this tiffany i remember liking this song in the moment like i remember thinking well this, this song's is a, a good bop. song yeah it's a full bop bops all around that's what i rate my notes <laughs> bops all around bops all around what a crazy ass chorus Show me the meaning of being lonely. Is this the feeling I need to walk with? Like, what does that even mean? Tell me why. Tell me why I can't be there where where you are. There's something missing in my heart. (laughs) You think that as a 12-year-old? 
<laughs> about a woman's I was husband. 14. 14. god <laughs> i wish i could remember what else we sang I, don't well, I'm gonna, I think that was the year we did that was the same we year did we did meet, the we did the hero met lamira the medley that had hero in it so we were also celebrating <laughs> we were honoring the memory of 9-11 my <sighs> freshman year as well as singing songs to help my fucking choir teacher mourn the death of her husband <laughs> Okay. God bless America. This was number one. <laughs> on February. We're at number one already? Already. I was on a journey. <laughs> <laughs> on February 18th, 2000. This was the number one song on TRL. We didn't skip one? No. Okay. <laughs> I'll double check. We didn't. St- we're both stopping. Forgot about Dre. Are you bopping? Forgot about Dre. Oh, no. I'm stopping then. <laughs> So we forgot to do that portion of the show. Okay. Maybe that's what I was feeling. <clears throat> I'm double checking though. So two was forgot about Dre. No. No, two is Backstreet Boys. <laughs> Three was We just talked about, about it for Dre. like ten minutes. <laughs> <sighs> wow. <clears throat> okay. I'm just gonna hit play. Okay. Of course it is. Of course it is. This is unfortunate. It'll stop. I was waiting. This music video is fun. This music video is like the reason TRL existed. They pumped a bunch of money into this music video. You know what always got me is right before they start singing, it sounds like someone goes, Hi. It's like, Hi. I, like, I don't know if it's just like, I don't know what it is. Are they just breathing? I don't know. did it wrong because I, I got yelled at once for doing it the wrong way Uh, this is Bye 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 by NSYNC. This is the lead single of off of a no. Hold on. First of all, let's take a moment. I got all four of the pop princesses and I got both boy bands in one TRL countdown. I mean, I don't know how you could have done any better. <laughs> I don't think it's possible. Oh, no. We're almost done. Hold on. Hold on. Recording Hold equipment. On. This is the lead single off of No Strings Attached and it's written and produced by Christian London. And Jake Scholes and Andreas Carlson. It was reported to reference the separation from Lou Pearlman, which we discussed at length mm-hmm. in the Boy Band Land mm-hmm. first episode. I think is when we talked about Lou Pearlman for the most part. This song peaked at number four and was nominated for the Record of the Year at the Grammys. That makes sense. This part was wild. I don't know how old this man was, but Andreas Carlson, one of the writers of the song, wrote lyrics for it while he was taking his driver's test in Stockholm, Sweden. Oh, my God. And this song was originally pitched to the band Five, number five. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. But they rejected it to become a rap band. (laughs) And then their record label advised against that because they would have to go up against Eminem. (laughs) It was just like, they're like, don't do that. That was in this Wikipedia article. And I was like. Okay, facts are facts, I guess. Bet. <laughs> and the song was influenced by Destiny's Child's Bill Bills Bills, 
because the producers wanted this to have more of an R&B feel. This is the music video, in case you aren't aware, where they are marionettes. And they get cut from their marionettes and they run away from a woman, I believe. Yes. It's iconic. It is. I don't know that I love this song, though, but... Oh, hold on. Sorry. The song was number one on TRL for 25 straight weeks. I soft bop out of respect. Yeah, I think that's like the best I'm going to get for this. I'm like not listening to this, though. No, you are right. Like the NSYNC catalog just doesn't age as well. Like if you're just like listening to from a music Mm -mm. uh, music perspective. But at the time, it hit much harder than what Backstreet Boys was doing. Big time. Big time. But that was fun. What a time to be alive. Right. <sighs> Truly. It felt like I was running home, getting off the bus and running to my house. That's to make what sure I, I, would catch I mean, TRL. I had to walk. So I would like catapult my body up the hills. You did that. I really did that to watch TRL. And they would change the time sometimes. And then that would dictate whether I had to walk faster or slower. Depending. You wanted to time it as you were walking. In the well, I just yard. wanted to make sure I got there in time. Right. And at one point it was cutting it real close. And it's not even like my school was super far. Actually, I would like to know how long that actually took. Because so I walked to my elementary school as well. And it mm-hmm. felt like it took 10 years to get there. And it was the worst. But now, of course, when I like walk or drive through the area, I'm like, this looks literally took no like no time it literally should have taken me 10 minutes to get home and i guarantee that i would fuck around and there's no way i got home in 10 minutes i would also try to do anything in my power to avoid walking up the biggest hills even though that was the fastest way i would choose to walk up the slightly gradual hills but it would take me longer to get home you're rotted. I know. <laughs> I remember walking up the hills backwards because I felt like that lessened the strain. <laughs> On your child legs. <laughs> yes. I was, I was famous. But what's the official result? Literally nine minutes. Oh, okay. It, was not, it took me nine minutes to walk, but it felt like it took forever. What a time. How tragic. I know. And I would like run. Just like, I can't miss it. I have to be home. Like, I have to be home. What am I going to do? Yeah. What are you going to talk about tomorrow? Well, and then we would call each other in between the songs. That's funny. To talk shit. Be like, oh my God, can you believe? Can you believe? But like the weird thing about TRL is like they actually couldn't fit all of the music videos into the time slot. Uh -uh. So sometimes they would like zoom past some songs. Or they would like kind of talk over it. Yeah. Yeah, they sure did. They're like, this is number seven. And they would be like uh, interviewing together while the song from a different artist was playing over <laughs> behind them. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. I had fun. I had so much it fun. It got weird there then, but like, I had fun. <laughs> <laughs> you, we had fun start to finish. Yeah, we did. We had a good time. We hope that you did too. Yeah, we appreciate you guys. Yes, love y'all. <laughs> Nope, this is... Nope. You deserve this. You deserve this. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Goodbye.